Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is Paul Hawksby. And Andy Jacobs. And welcome once again to the H&J Daily, some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. We have some uh, fine studio guests in. Uh, Mark Steele was in town. I am a big fan of Mark Steele. Yeah, uh, he's a comedian, Palace fan, loves his cricket. He was on good form. Uh, So you'll hear that conversation. Graham Stack joined us as well. He was uh, part of the Invincible squad at Arsenal. Had a long and varied career around the world. And uh, it's a bit of a raconteur with some old yeah, great... Some good tales. We've got a bit of a football story from Graham uh, as well, which you'll hear featuring a couple of England players. Uh, and we did a bit about last night's game. Yeah, we had a chat. General chat. Yeah. Various stuff. Here it all is. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, man. Point. Just before I mentioned last night's game, I'm not going to go into the technical side of it because I'm going to talk to Danny Higginbottom, aren't hmm. we? Yeah. England's defending. But I love this text uh, to the Daily Star today. It hmm. says, uh, never mind Motsi on uh, Strictly. It would have been much more fun to have Motti as a new judge. <laughs> the legendary footballer, John Motsi. You have to say, that's the fifth Paso Doble this series. <laughs> yeah. It'd be quite stat heavy with John, I think. I'll, read yeah. that. I'll show him that one on Friday. Yeah, I wonder if he fancy. I wonder if he's, he's probably been offered Strictly in the jungle and all that sort of oh, stuff. Yeah, Marty. We asked him, yeah. we probably have, I'd like to think. You know, I, don't, I don't think that's him, is it really? Uh, what could you see him in? Love Islands, that's unlikely. Love isn't it? Islands. I'm just, I'm just throwing <laughs> formats out there that Mossy <laughs> might want to do. He'd shake it up, wouldn't he? Well, he would, yeah. yeah. He could be good. Yeah. That seemed to come dine with me or something like that. Yeah, but he doesn't need to, does he? No, not really. No. Actually, that letter was from somebody called Anne. I don't know if it was from his wife. It's probably unlikely. Yeah, I would think so, yeah. Calling for Motti to be a judge. <laughs> uh, there was a very similar one of that in one of the other papers today. Um, somebody very much talking up. Uh, let me. I can probably find it because I've got a copy of The Sun here. Give me a couple of seconds, Andy. Talk amongst yourselves for a minute yeah. while I find it. I, I find the goal nets at St Mary's strung too tightly. I've often thought this before. Blimey, that, you, you're the completest, I know. I, I like the ball to nestle in the netting. You don't like it coming... Otherwise, you can get a Clive Allen back. situation. Even Sancho's little dink sprang back into play. It's, yeah. They are a bit tight. You would, so you'd want a bit of slackening of I the like nets. a bit of slackness. A bit of slackness of the nets. <laughs> I, in, I do. Uh, really. Okay. Watching Sue Perkins, says Rosalind Jones, <laughs> oh, I saw that. on BBC One's <laughs> The Ganges in India. Well, it wouldn't be The Ganges in <laughs> Cleck Eaton, would it? Yeah. Um, is riveting. Yeah. Uh, she comes up with great quips al- alongside seriousness and tears too. She is wonderful in this documentary. Roll on, Japan. Japan next, says Rosalind Jones, 
brackets agent to Sue Perkins. No, yeah. probably not. Or but. Sue Perkins on holiday, as I like to call these programs, yeah. which so, we pay for. So many of these great shows. I mean, apparently yeah. it's a very good show. No, I'm I sure haven't, you uh, haven't seen it either myself. Up the so. Ganges with Sue Perkins. Marvellous, <laughs> yeah, isn't marvelous. it? And uh, I was looking at the uh, Latvians. Uh, Latvians. Why were you looking at the Latvians? No idea, because they weren't playing. The Kosovans last yeah. night. How um, soon forgotten. Yeah, and I really enjoyed the way they played. And I was thinking to myself... Now Bernard Chalon, he, what a very well-coached team this is. Yeah. Why hasn't he worked at a higher level? And then I thought, well, oh, a bit open at the back. That's probably why he hasn't worked at <laughs> They're a bit level. open at the back. Oh, yeah, well, we are, but they yeah. were ridiculous. No, they were. It was, it was, uh, it was, it was Ozzy Ardiles at Spurs time. You know, everybody bombing forward, mm. never mind the defending. You know, sometimes I make these notes when I go through the... Watching the match, you know, hmm. looking for a bit of witticism somewhere. It's the work of a madman. When, if, you ever, if you gave those to a doctor, yeah, you'd, I think you'd be sectioned, Andy. So uh, sometimes, it, sometimes it's quite unfortunate, though, because I came up with this one, and I thought, oh, they've got a player called Armani. So I said, oh, yeah, he's a solid defender, but that type of defender's becoming obsolete. He, he can't play out from the back. Yes, you could say Armani's become unfashionable. So I thought, well, that's not quite good. It's clever. Uh, yeah, clever, except his name's Bramani. So what's the point? <laughs> so annoying. So you, you worked up a whole gag about someone who wasn't... <laughs> Playing, yeah, okay. And if I just did it as Bra, oh, you tell me his name's Brahmani, so there'd be no point anyway. You can't cheat it. No, you can't, Andy. I liked it when uh, Rahim celebrated his header and he nearly hooked Michael Keane. He'd come over, sort of, yeah, because I think hug. Michael Keane was very ke was very keen to get in the picture, yeah. having made the rick well, he, he made seven minutes and before. had come up with the assist, yeah. But he showed Tyson Fury like reactions to sort, of, you know, sway yeah, away from the punch. It was, it was good, tremendous. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Michael Keane. Uh, he does hang in the air, doesn't he? That was uh, one of his. Oh yeah, one of his attributes. He's had a bit of criticism, but then, anyway, we'll see what uh, Danny Higginbottom's got to say about that. And uh, it's very. I was looking on social <clears throat> media today, and yeah. uh, there's a photo. Mike Parry's got a podcast, and uh, he's managed to persuade Alan Brazil to be in it. Oh. But uh, basically, to get them both in the same picture, they've sort of done a bit of work on Alan's face. They've really slimmed him down. Really? He looks like Dominic Cummings. <laughs> <laughs> What's happened? <laughs> so what, really, because it's quite a tight little postage stamp shot. Yeah. They've given... So Alan's Mike, gone Mike conehead. Normal, but Alan seems to have become Can I elongated. Can I say, have you got it? Yeah, I'm, very, I'm desperate I'll to have, see it. I'll, I'll have to look You'll it have up. To, yeah, if you I wouldn't mind, I'd have to see Alan with a long head. <laughs> I think we'd all like to see that. We'll put that out there for the listeners. Alan's long head. New podcast, <laughs> Alan uh, Longhead. I've got another. I've got another game that I play when, I'm, when I go you? through the court circular mm. um, in the Times. In yeah, in the Times, and there's a big event where there's a lot of names. I always look to see if I can find any sporting namesakes. So there was a, a memorial service for Lord Ashdown yesterday. <laughs> yeah, there was. Yeah, all the great and good turned up, and there was Major General Matthew Matty Holmes. Yeah, is that what they call him? Yeah. There was a, You've added the match. Uh, no, of course. Oh, I've yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Mick Shannon or Mike Shannon of the Royal Marines. Okay. Uh, Ian Wright. So not that one, I don't think. And uh, what else? Who else did I find? Simon Hughes. Sir Simon Hughes. The okay. The United <clears throat> for his services to cricket analysis. Well, well done. Thank you very well much. Well done. Well, it's a childish game, but it keeps me going. Did you morning. see the uh, story from... It's quite weird. When I first saw the pictures, I thought, well, that's a bit off. It happened in a, um, a, a game of charity match in Turkey between uh, Bursaspor and Fenerbahce. And uh, people apparently were outraged, as they often are on social media, mm. by the sight of a child smoking uh, next to a much younger child, thinking what a great uh, influence he is or not on mm. his little brother. 
Um, and this was a, uh, it was partly, the money was going to partly to a cancer charity, so that, that <laughs> accentuated the problem. The only trouble is yeah. that the child, the older brother in question, has turned out to be 36 years old, really? and the lad sitting next to him is his son. So have a look a at the picture, Andy. That person face. with a cigarette on is 36. No. Yeah. No. A 36-year-old man. He's 36. He is 36, <laughs> and that's his son. He's got a young face. <laughs> got a young got face. I've heard of young face. That's ridiculous. And it's that, there's that cut-off, isn't there? If somebody, if you're kind of in your 50s or this whatever... one razor blade every decade, this fellow. <laughs> there's a point in your life when you don't want to look... You don't want people thinking you're younger than you really are. There's, yeah. a, there's points in your life when you think, oh, you don't look a day over 42. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah. But, you know, when you're 36 and someone thinks you're 12... Yes. That's a bit creepy, isn't well, it's it? It's quite difficult when he goes a... into an off-licence and things like that. Well, had imagine, it, had I mean, even buy, somebody had to buy those fags for him. <laughs> I would imagine. <laughs> I would imagine he's have to do a bit of that over the years. But go and check out the picture. It's ridiculous. This guy's... Re- I mean, he shouldn't have been smoking anyway. You're not allowed to do it in, uh, in Turkey in oh, the stadiums. Right, okay. But, uh, yeah, what about that? Yeah. It doesn't really take us anywhere. It's no, it basically it a anyway, photo yeah. story. No, so great. great radio. I like those. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. <laughs> Make a welcome return to the studio. He's uh, back on tour. Uh, his show, Every Little Thing's Going to mm-hmm. Be Alright, is a uh, comedian, Palace fan, cricket uh, fan as well, of course. Mark Steele, good afternoon, Thank you, Mark. thank you very much. I wonder when, as soon as you say Palace fan, that's probably nine-tenths of London going... Well, I'm not going to see that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Keep it quiet. It's got. I mean, <laughs> Palace's representation certainly on this station and in in the in the. I think you and Kevin Day kind of uh, hold yeah, up an yeah. end, don't you? The pair. Yeah. Of well, you. and uh, Eddie Izzard more prominently, yeah. of course. Bruce Millington, of course, in the Racing oh, yeah. Post. We speak of a lot of Palace fans. Oh, too right. many, some would say. Yes, I'm, I'm sure some would. Yeah, yeah. But uh, no, there's a there's a there's a few. Yeah. But it's very much as it always was, isn't it? The football. I always think you know when people say. Oh, you know, the working class, you can't use that old phrase anymore. It was go down the football, it really hasn't changed very much, has it? <laughs> I'm trying to think of a single thing I can repeat, but it's, no. there isn't any, is there? <laughs> yeah. The, they got the, Spurs this week, haven't they? they yeah, yeah. So at, uh, at, at the lane. Oh, do you, do you, get, do you get the home games end? Yeah, I went to see uh, Palace Villa a couple of weeks ago. Mm. Uh, that was very uh, thoroughly entertaining, really good game. Palace won. <laughs> There was a sending off. There was a, a big squabble with the players, the fans, everything. What more could you want? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that, you know, that should be an A, one of them A list games that they, if they can <laughs> promise a sending off and a and a That's right. load of fan trouble. There are no guarantees, though, are they? Yeah, <laughs> I, I always was, but I've become a massive fan this year of Mark Steele's in town. Oh yeah. right, because there are nine series. It's great because you can go back. They've got them yeah, all they're on the sounds. Yeah. On the sounds it is a very good show. Yeah, it's, it's a very such enjoyable, a brilliant show. And it, 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 you make it sound as if the you know very effortless, but there must be quite a lot of work that goes into it before. Do you know what is it? It's a matter of going to a place for people who don't know. So yeah. I go to a place and I just find out as much as I can, and then I write a whole show, write an hour's show. I think it ends up forty minutes on the app, isn't it? But I do an hour's show about that town and it's just an attempt to be as rude as possible about the place. <laughs> but, of course, it has to be right, you know, because yeah. if you if you get the right people and yeah. the things they people really talk about. And then it's 
just an every. I love that everywhere's so different and it's got its own little world. And we did Hastings was the start. Written, yeah. I've oh. just written Hastings down. Oh, yeah. God, that was so funny. funny. There's a really good, there's a sort of drinking culture there. I've got, I've got St. This, Leonard's um, as well. Yes, yeah. There's a brilliant <laughs> word they've got for people who move down from London because it's cheap down there yeah. and it's got problems of you know various social sorts and stuff. So it's cheap yeah. and people go down there from London sometimes when they they just given up in London, and uh, and they've got a le- word for people who do that, which is filth. But it's, but it's actually quite <laughs> it sweet. I was expecting. No, it. it's quite sweet because it stands for failed in London. Try Hastings. <laughs> so and and everything's ten sixty six. So there's like a ten sixty six judo club, music club, <laughs> swimming pool, gyms, everything. And yeah. there's um. There's a, a building firm called William the Concreter. <laughs> I just, and as soon as you get there and you find these things out, you think, oh, this is... Oh, it's, I'm right. So when, about once a series now, if we're lucky, we get sent on something a little bit more exotic. So we went to Malta. Oh, right. Yeah. And again... Just you did so, Gibraltar in the past, didn't you? We did you? Gibraltar that? about yeah, three yeah, years remember ago. Remember that, yeah. Oh, and I love doing that because people said, oh, you've got to be so careful. But of course you haven't. People are the same anywhere. Yeah. So I knew the, the opening line, I knew the opening line had to be, uh, it's brilliant at last in this series to be get to be given the chance to come to Spain. You knew that had to be the opening <laughs> line. But you can't say that. If you say it in the right way, I bet yeah. you can. And then the whole... Pro- and of course they all cheered and the whole thing was like, it was full of lines mm. like, I'll try to think of a couple now. One was like, oh, there are some brilliant views here. Wonderful. Because if you walk up the rock, you can see Spain, which is much nicer than this dump. <laughs> I just sort of, and it's full of things like that in front of people from Gibraltar. And because they sort of, it's like anything. It's like with yeah. your mates. You know, if it's someone's your mate, they can be relentless about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And they know um, it comes from a good place, clearly. You know, you've got a lot. Like you've sincere. got a lot. But you say, I put you off there. You said you went to Malta recently. Oh, to so yeah. Malta. Yeah, oh, yeah. this was my favourite moment. So there's a pub in Malta in the, the middle of the capital, Valletta called The Pub and it's very much an English pub in fact I went there and watched in, uh, Palace Tottenham in the FA Cup oh, right, uh, okay. Palace one to yeah. uh, it was the only pub that had it on anyway that's by the by so the bloke who runs the pub is uh, was uh, he's from Birmingham lovely fella come over wanted a photo and all that sort of thing but the, the main reason why this pub is well known is it's a shrine to Oliver Reed because it's where Oliver Reed went and spent his last ever day when he got extraordinary, even by his own standards, <laughs> drank an extraordinary amount. Yeah. It is recorded how much he, he drank wow. and it was the last thing he ever did. Mm. And there are T-shirts. I mean, it's quite tasteful, but there's a sort of, this pub is a shrine to Oliver Reed and things, all pictures of him there. And the, this bloke who runs the pub, he said, honestly, Mark, you'd have loved it here last week. He said, we had a bloke come in and he come up to me and he said, mate, can you show me exactly where it is in this pub that Oliver Cromwell drank himself to death? <laughs> Oliver Cromwell. <laughs> Oliver Cromwell. For how many reasons? Do you know who used to drink more than anyone? Yeah. Oliver Cromwell. Called the Puritans. You know, if you went out on a, night, a stag night with him. On the I'd sly. Just... He wouldn't go to a pub to drink, would he, Oliver Cromwell? I wouldn't think. He'd keep it under wraps. But, uh, but yeah, it's just... So in a way, it's sort of... It's it's nice for you to say that about your programme, but it's it's in a way it's testimony to just the, the, the people are just natural people and places are just naturally funny and you can't yeah. 
all you've got to do is spend enough time there and look and listen and stuff, and people will be people will sort of give you the the stuff. You get stuff really. out of the local paper. Yeah. Did yeah. it come out? I just wonder because obviously whenever a comedian goes on tour, you'll generally think it might be nice to have a little bit of local stuff. So you probably do a little bit of research for it. Did it kind of? Did you think well oh, this might have legs? A little bit because I thought I remember used to think the more that you did of that, the mm. better it was. And I, I, there was a couple of nights. In fact, there was I always I'm always very fond of a town in North Yorkshire called Skipton, mm-hmm. which is a, a very much a farming place. And there's a big cattle market there. In fact, the theatre is the cattle market. Uh, so <clears throat> I've been to the cattle market in the day. There's all cows and a bloke, you know, free to read your tube, your, your blue 242, 42, whatever it is, yeah. whatever they do. And then didn't the buy cow- one, did you? <laughs> <laughs> should have done, should have. on the train back to London. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I, just, I just got overwhelmed and now I've got this, mate. It's in the moment. And the, yeah, yeah, the guards yeah. saying I've got to put it in the special carriage <laughs> at the back. Next to the bikes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But... Uh, and then the mm. bloke comes out in the evening, hoses it all down, oh. and then people come in and watch the theatre. Comedy and show, it, it, you know, not to be too, but it's there's a certain smell. Yeah, there would be. There's a certain odour once you've had several cows. <laughs> Also, cows that probably sense something's up, yeah. and uh, <laughs> and you know they create a smell, and so and that so it stinks. You're on stage, and there's this magnificent Yorkshire stick, <laughs> and so the the whole show I couldn't get into the the actual written bit at mm. all because the, and they were shouting stuff back, being sort of Yorkshire farming folk. They were shouting stuff back, uh, but it was brilliant fun, and then. Uh, I noticed that Keithley is around the corner, and I mentioned yeah. Keithley. I said, is that your rival town? And it went absolutely silent. And this one woman, like she was spokesperson, she just shouted out, Keithley is a sink of evil. <laughs> <laughs> and I, and I, afterwards, I thought, I wonder if you could do that in every town, if you could, because that... That show was... I thought, I'd love that to have been recorded because it could only happen in Skipton. <laughs> and I wonder if you could do that in every town have, if you had the time. You know? yeah. So I mentioned it to the radio, BBC Radio, if we can mention s- this particular institution. Mm-hmm. And... Um, nine series later yeah yeah yeah. yeah. well we haven't talked about Brilliant. your new show yet which we will in a minute when we come back and we'll talk about a palace and we'll talk about a cricket in light of what's going on in the ashes the Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from Talk Sport hi this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Sharon, and here's where it gets interesting. Raise your hand if you want Salon Perfect Nails for just $2 a manicure. 
Yeah, me too. With the Alvin June Manny system, you can say goodbye to expensive services that take hours and hours and love your nails more than ever. I would know I've been doing it for years. Get 20% off your first Manny system with code PERFECTMANNY20 at alvinjune.com slash PERFECTMANNY20. That's PERFECTMANNY20 at alvinjune.com slash PERFECTMANNY20. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. Hawksby Andy Jacobs here on TalkSport. Graham Stack, former Arsenal keeper, Watford keeping coach, uh, pops in to see us uh, a little bit later on. Mark Steele is with us, comedian, Palace fan, cricket fan. We're going to talk cricket in a minute, but uh, Mark, Ooh. I know what will happen. We've done this before. We'll end up not talking about the reason why you... Yeah, I think once we come in to plug some in and we spent 25 minutes talking about the snooker and went over and completely forgot what yeah. it was. So the show is, uh, we'll do that and we'll make sure we get that done. Every little thing's going to be all right. UK Tour 2019. Yeah. I saw this in Edinburgh last year, but of course it's changed. It's yeah, well, it will have done because we'll it was sort of every little thing's going to be right, uh, all right, sort of on a uh, personal front and also a sort of wider front, really. But of course, the wider front, it, everything changes so magnificently, doesn't it? You haven't got... A, <laughs> Clue now, <laughs> what's, uh, what's going? God, I mean, even two or three months ago was the last time I did this show. If I, when I look back at the things now, I think, well, though that seems about fifteen episodes ago. Yeah, it does. It's absolutely I true. I, I was saying that um, people were saying, "Oh, have we got in this mess?" Because this is the most serious thing that Britain's had to deal with for seventy years, and for the first eighteen months, the people in charge were David Davis and Boris Johnson. Hmm which is like finding an unexploded bomb in your house and you ring the council and they send around Paul Gascoigne and a kangaroo. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, now, of course, Boris Johnson is no longer just one of the people in charge. He is in charge. He's and, the man uh, completely and, uh, in charge. That's yeah, right. Yeah. So uh, you're playing the Hackney Empire. You've got uh, it's one final gig on this tour. Yeah, it? yeah, yeah. But that's sort of that's quite a big place. So yeah, uh, if you can room. all come along, please. Yeah, to that, uh, Friday the grateful. 18th of October yeah. is the night uh, for Mark's show. Everything's, uh, every little thing's going to be all right. Um, we were just chatting off air then uh, about um, about a county cricket and your oh. your love of just wandering down to watch your county oh, in action. Oh, I love it. I just sort of, uh, because it's, uh, so when people don't like cricket, they say, but it's so pointless. I don't think, well, no, that's the point of it. Is it's like a point. What, apart from what sport has a point to it. Yeah, you know? yeah, none. But yeah, mm. well, a marvellous thing with badminton. Yeah. You go and watch that, you come back, you've, at least you've got all your vegetables for the week. What, what, that, there is, of course not. There you know, is no point for it. International DIY. Yeah. There isn't a, of course there's no point to it. That's, that's the whole thing. And cricket just takes that and runs with that idea, doesn't it? And... County cricket especially, it's just you sit there, wander about, have a pint, have an ice cream, wander around a lovely little field, you know, you sort of watch and maybe it'll get interesting, but it doesn't matter if it doesn't. It's just, I think it's utterly, utterly glorious. If you go with someone, you chat all day and yeah. then when it ends, you think, oh, what a shame it's over already. <laughs> and I always, I think, I'm sure I've said this on here before, but I was at Canterbury once writing an article about the people that was there and I was talking to these these retired fellas and one of them said to me, he said, uh, he said, when you get a 65 here, Mark, he said, they offer you a lifetime's membership card, he said. And a lifetime's membership card at Canterbury, it's seven, same as seven individual annual membership cards. He said, so basically, Mark, it's a gamble. 
Do you have the idea if you had a, a kind of football equivalent to county cricket where you'd maybe go to Sellers and there'd be this kind of low-level game going on for six or seven hours, played at sort of <laughs> half pace with a kind of lot of pensioners there because you know because they got in cheap. Or yeah, and they don't realise that yeah. they were there from the previous season. and don't realise that one ended. <laughs> and you'd yeah. have a pint, wander around, watch it five minutes of the game, and then go and chat to your mates. But it, but it is true, people who like county cricket absolutely love yeah. it for that reason yeah. because it is just escapism. It's a day you don't get that. I mean, I love all forms of cricket, but you don't get that with twenty twenty or even no. A, maybe no. with a fifty over, it's longer and it's a, but it's still not the same feeling. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't. I love it when you know cricket at its most dramatic is Ben Stokes on the last day. That yeah. is what drives you know the the odd moments like that you've had in your life watching cricket is what makes it just astonishingly fantastic and it's just oh you know wonderful that that ropes everybody in people who are never normally watching it going mm. yeah i've never liked cricket but that was amazing that's brilliant but also those days of just pottering about robert key was just fielding in front of me robert key for people who don't know he was played for england for a while Kent player. Yeah, we have him on the show quite a lot. Yeah, oh, right, of course, yeah. yeah. I mean, no, he seems like a lovely fella. He was just fielding just in front of me, and he was obviously saw a couple of people he knew, and he was talking to him while he was fielding, (laughs) going, Oh, yeah, hello, Sid, hello, (laughs) hello, Audrey, you know, hello, Robert, you going on holiday this year? Well, you know, we always, yeah, you always go to the same place, don't you, in Portugal? We do, yeah, we're lovely there. Chatting away, and then he'd look round, and the ball would go nowhere near him, and he'd carry on chatting, and at the end of the over, He'd disappear. I'll be back in a minute. He'd go off to wherever he was fielding, then back again. And then at one point, the ball came near him. He had to run for it. And before he set off, he turned to these two. He said, hang on a minute. And he, <laughs> and he and they get off, set off, got the ball, woof, chucked it straight over the stumps. Sorry, Sid. I just thought, <laughs> yeah. about, what other sport? Yeah. No, that's, that's true. true. It's just all about the pace of it, isn't it, yeah. really? So on on the Palace front, are you, uh, are you hopeful? What are you looking for from the season then? What's well, uh, the right. trouble, isn't it, when you support a club that's sort of gone up to the Premier League unexpectedly mm. and then it's survived a few years. You know, you're Watford, uh, sort of Bournemouth-type team. <clears throat> but what you don't want then is to give in to that urge to go, now we want to go better, we should be yeah. fifth. Why aren't we beating <laughs> Arsenal? Yeah, yeah. Because they're worth more than... The national economy of probably 80% of country. So you can't, you can't, I don't know, in a way, it's sort of, Paris have been 11th, 12th, 10th, 13th sort of thing for five, six years. That's fantastic. I don't really know. You could go a little bit better than that, but just to maintain that is fantastic, really. And I, I, I don't know, but the trouble is, of course, you get used to it. Uh, and you expect to beat Villa or something, you know, and I but think that's slightly dangerous. The way they did that, yeah, was yeah, yeah. terrific, <clears throat> yeah, yeah, really, really good. And last year beating City away and and that, but then within a couple of months, some of the fans mm. are moaning, and uh, I, I, you know, I don't know. I think we've done brilliant. We've got the best player Palace have ever had still there for a little bit more at least. Yeah, yeah. I mean, how do you think that's likely to play out? How do you? How do you view I don't know. That? I don't have any inside information. Mm. He was obviously a little bit cross. Yeah, but. Uh, I mean, he's brilliant. You, but yeah. again, it's the thing you you get used to it, you know. In fact, yeah. uh, even when he's not having his best game, he'll still, will will Zaha will still dribble through five people and then run into a, a you know, then they put five more around him yeah. and he loses it, and then people go, oh. Wilf, there we are. Oh no, that was pretty. I mean, I just up in our promotion year, you know, when we was just getting used to him, really, but. Uh, 
Uh, I mean, he was, became a hero then. But there was one game against Birmingham, and it. I don't think we did. I think we lost three 0 in that game. But there was one point where he picked up the ball outside his own box, and he went past five players. I think got to the other box. He thought, "What's he going to do?" Couldn't see anywhere to go, so he turned round and then beat another three or four players on the way back. Till somebody then, arrived, and then ended up back where he started. FIFA, somebody leaning yeah, on yeah, the yeah, controller. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I think that's brilliant. Yeah, yeah. that's just fantastic. Mm. I don't, of course, if he if he goes to Chelsea or something, they're not going to be quite as lenient are yeah. they they're going to be moaning and grumbling but yeah, uh, that's the, if Chelsea get the transfer ban overturned there's a danger <coughs> from, they from could go there yeah, yeah. Yeah. they'd look at him they've got a lot of money to spend you so. are you're a two comedian family these days of course uh, your yeah, son yeah. Elliot is, has gone in, into the same line of business yeah, yeah, he came on the yeah. show he was great yeah yeah, yeah no he's a, he's, yeah, he's a good lad he's uh, very naturally funny and quick and stuff so we were down at the, the football on Saturday together and that you know that's mm. one of the great that's that's yeah, what football I, I, does I, I, that is a brilliant thing isn't yeah it? is that it means that fathers and sons but it doesn't have to be fathers and sons mothers daughters whatever but you can go down scream and yell and be emotional and not talk about any of the things in life yeah. that matter yeah when i even when i play uh, five aside, there is something about a switch off. My, my wife will often say to me, "Did you talk to Steve about this? Did you talk to Matt while you were at the football about that? Yeah. Did you ask him about?" It? And I'd say, "No, I didn't ask." I just she said, "But you're well, all, you didn't you're mention all in the he's bar up for, after he's up for a murder trial." Yeah. Well, no, you know, because you didn't have time because we were. You know, he hit a really good goal in the top corner. <laughs> this person you need to have this conversation with, you were with for an hour with yeah, a pint yeah, in yeah. your hand and you never thought to talk no, about it. No, 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 not no, for one no, second. No, that would yeah. destroy the yeah. whole purpose yeah. of it. Yeah. Well, Mark, good to see you as Lovely always. You, Thanks Mark. for coming in. Um, uh, and you can catch Mark at the Hackney Empire in London Friday the 18th of October. Uh, final show of the tour. Every little, uh, little thing's going to be all right. And he's back uh, in town uh, very soon as well with another series. So good to see you. Yeah, always lovely to pop in. Marvellous. Look uh, at you with your posh new office. Yeah, look at the lovely view. Mm-hmm. Give our best to Elliot. We'll, uh, we'll speak to you soon. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talk Sport. Graham Stack is with us in the studio. Graham was part of the Invincible squad at Arsenal. He had a, a long a career at a number of different clubs, even uh, uh, at one point with uh, Barnet. Graham, um, you had Edgar Davids. Uh, Edgar Davids wanted to take the number one. Can I wear number one? He said. He didn't want to take it. He took it. <laughs> <laughs> that must have he been strange, wasn't it? You, yeah. You playing with yeah. Edgar Davids. Oh, listen. When, there was rumours, um, obviously leading up to to when Edgar came in, and I've got to say, I was. I was excited. Mm. Uh, and he drove his Bentley down the drive and I thought, blimey, that's got to be in. There's no Bentleys <laughs> at Barnet. Um, and do you know what? He's, I've, I've got nothing, you know, I've got a lot of positives uh, regarding Edgar in terms of the way uh, he coached, uh, his desire to win. When he trained, I mean, he was like a, he was like a Trojan, he was a warrior. Whatever side, didn't matter what it was, he always had that edge. So you could see what made him the player he was. Yeah, Most definitely, yeah, you yeah. certainly could. Um, but unfortunately, Edgar probably got the job slightly too late and uh, ultimately we went down, which was a shame. Yeah. But, um, but he did ask me about wearing number one, I must say. People <laughs> often say that. Uh, but Mick McCarthy, we played Watford in pre-season. Um, it must have been the first game, but he wore it. And 
I said to Mick, what about? I said, what about the gaffer? He said, he wants to wear number one. He went stacky. He said, I wouldn't worry, son. He said, I've had plenty of number ones that sit behind me on a Saturday. <laughs> very true. Now, uh, you were very popular on the Magic Sponge Shirt podcast with Jimmy Bullard and Rob Beckett. And uh, and many of the, probably most of the stories that you told uh, that become legion on there, we can't tell at this time of day. <laughs> but there's one that we can probably get away with, I think. And it involves your time at Leeds. It's another example of when you have a long career like you do and you play for a lot of different clubs. As at Arsenal, you played with some of the great, greatest players. But occasionally on the way up, yeah. uh, there'll be young lads coming through and a couple of those at Leeds, Fabian Delph and, and Danny Rose. Yeah. And well, uh, there was a, a memorable game of head tennis. Yeah, there was. And, you know, looking back at the team we had, you know, Rosie and, and Fabs at the time were you know, they were highly regarded young kids at the club. I mean, there wasn't a, there wasn't a club in the country that didn't want to sign them. Mm. Um, and I live locally, um, obviously living away from home. I tend to get in pretty early. Facilities at Leeds at Weatherby are you know, outstanding. They've got the indoor restro and you know, they've got the pool and the gym. And, it's, you know, it's a great setup for young players there. And every morning they played head tennis. And one morning I just felt as though I wanted to go down, sort of have a little look um, and see if I could get involved. And I'd pop down there, and it was winter stays on. And as you do, twenty minutes later, you're on, and you're playing. You're playing Danny Rose. I'm thinking, blimey, let's see what this kid's all about. So I said, look, before we start, we've got to have some money on it. Do like a bit of interest. I said, we play for fifty pound. I said, but I'll pay you fifty because you're only an academy player. I don't expect to pay you pay me fifty. Blimey, our times have changed. Probably a court cool, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> I said, but we, what what we will do? I said, you can you can clean my car. Yeah, yeah, no problem, no problem. So anyway, the game went on. Before you know it, there's there's probably the best part of fifty odd lads in there, staff, everyone watching. <laughs> I end up beating Rosie, and there's uproar <laughs> because he is the best that there is. Uh, <laughs> I don't know where Fabian turns up, hands up. He said, "I'm on." I said, "Yeah, no problem." I said, "On you come." He said, "Right, if I beat you, Rosie hasn't got to clean your car." And I went, "Okay, no problem." I said, "But if I beat you, you've got to give me fifty as well." Yeah, yeah, no problem, no problem. So. We play, we play. This it's gone on for a while. It's a, I'm sweating, by the way. I'm like, <laughs> I'm, I'm not, I'm not as technically as gifted as these two, but I tend to find a way to get a result. Yeah. Uh, and it just so happens that I beat him as well. Now the other youth team players at Leeds were going, they were going ballistic. They're all going mad because they're two top boys who've just been turned over by, by a goalie. <laughs> so the deal was, the, the deal was in place. We all made it very clear that the following day that. Um, uh, Fabs would wash my back in the shower and so uh, and Danny Rose would wash my car so I made a point I left the training ground straight away I've gone straight to Body Shop in Leeds Town Centre I bought a big back brush and I bought a load of a, a, load, of, a load of soap and a load of um, uh, whatever it is for you know oils and whatever else I've come in the following day and I've got a big bag full of it and uh, I've tracked them both down and I said I've left my car out the front you can use a hose and I said and once I've finished training you can pop in and scrub my back <laughs> so the first team are um, the first team are laughing they're all everyone's in stitches but the two young boys are in they're obviously embarrassed yeah so I'm in the change room I'm after changing I've said to one of the other one of the young lads can you go and grab the boys I said I'm ready for a shower <laughs> and with that um, I think it was um, might have been Gus Poye mm. was run down and uh and said, Stacky, no, 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 no. He said, we can't do this. And I said, why not? He said, a bet's a bet. I said, a bet's a bet. He went, we can't. He said, we'll have the uh, we'll have the PFA all over us. <laughs> went, you can't have two young players scrubbing it back. And I said, no, not a problem. You so, mentioned earlier on, interestingly, though, about that thing of cleaning David Seaman's boots. And we've spoke to somebody, you'd know Mark Burcham, but we talked about this and th that kind of era of players like you came through at a time when yeah. there were certain duties that young players had. And that's an example of yeah. the, how times have changed even just, then. Yeah, that, listen, that was just 
still fun and games. It didn't yeah. matter who it was. Yeah. You know, that was just, if I would have lost, I'd have paid the lads. And, sure. You know, the, the Christmas singing, you know, at, you know, was standard. You know, we had to sing. You know, you're, when you joined the first team squad, you'd have to either sing or you'd have to say a speech. Do they still the do that team. at Watford? Um, I'm not too sure within the first team. Most first teams do, funny yeah. enough. Yeah, most teams yeah, do. Yeah, they yeah. do. It's a bit of an initiation. It breaks the ice a little bit. And you actually find out a little bit more about players. You find out, you know, who's yeah. prepared to, you know, who's who's confident. Yeah, uh, yeah, of course. Who can sing, who can't, which is an obvious one. But <laughs> but listen, that I say unfortunately, look, there's a lot of things that have changed within academies and within football in general that, you know, that are probably that are probably the right decisions to, yeah. you know, to, to make. However, I do, at times, I struggle with it because, you know, cleaning boots and stuff like that was, I was. I was so privileged to clean Dave Seaman's boots. Mm. You know, I would I would want to make sure that Dave Seaman's boots were the best boots at Arsenal Football Club. I didn't find that a chore. Yeah. You know, I look forward to doing his boots because on a Saturday I'd go and watch him mm. and I felt as though in a strange way yeah. I felt part of that. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Because I'd done my job properly. Mm. Uh, and it helped when Dave give you a one at Christmas. I have got to say, <laughs> <laughs> so um, they were they were you know they were part and parcel of being yeah, in the course, way, you know yeah. cleaning the changing rooms and yeah. cleaning the, and cleaning the bus. You know, I, I never looked down at that because I, I think they are, you know, that's that's a way of discipline, yeah. disciplining young players and, and realizing your value and, and where you want to get to. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. There we are. That was this afternoon's show. What I wish Motti was on Strictly Come Dancing. That would be good, wouldn't it? <laughs> I think we'd all watch it, maybe. Or in the jungle. It'd be fantastic. <laughs> we'll ask him on Friday. Yeah, see if he fancies it. I'm guessing not. Uh, we'll catch up with you tomorrow. Thanks for downloading us. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. Roundabout Season 2, presented by Nissan, is live now, and we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops. If we're stopping to get gas, you will be timed. Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have, like, you know, a healthy fear of real extreme darkness. <laughs> a lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, yeah, you, you were different. And so much more. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.